Good morning, Big Ten fans. Welcome back to another edition of the Big Ten Morning Minutes. I am your host, Mike Chen. Give me a follow on Twitter at MikeFChen. Follow the show site over there as well at Big Ten MM. It is Tuesday, February 2nd, 2021, one day ahead of National Signing Day. But the conference was very quiet on the recruiting side of things uh, over the weekend. Iowa Northwestern picked up 21 commitments and nothing else. Uh, not much news else on that side of things as we head into the final signing day. That be- Well, not signing day, I guess signing period that begins tomorrow. There are some schools that ex- expect some commitments. Uh, there are some big names still out there, but we'll see if those names end up at Big Ten schools. However, what we do know is that Urban Meyer's trying to stick it to Michigan once again. Uh, undefeated record while the coach at Ohio State. Uh, really just, you know, not a lot of games. I mean, there were a couple games, obviously, that were in doubt, but uh, especially that thriller, uh, the uh, the overtime thriller where, you know, JT Barrett might not have gotten over that first down marker. We'll never know. Uh, Replays was inconclusive, so they just they, they kept it on the field, and uh, you know then Ohio State went on to win in, in overtime, and uh, you know he was a five and zero against uh, the Wolverines in his short tenure at Ohio State, and well he's uh, he's trying to give it to him again uh, this time. Uh, on the coaching side of things, Michigan linebackers coach Brian Jean Mary has interviewed yesterday with Jacksonville for the same job in the NFL. Uh, we'll see if Jean Mary ends up getting a job offer on top of that if he takes it and leaves Michigan. But uh, in my estimation, when you look at uh, what the jobs are and what the jobs are available for you, uh, yeah, I, I think that uh, moving on and being a position coach in the NFL, more pay, uh, more recognition makes sense. Uh, you can always go back to college. We've seen uh, multiple you know, coaches flip-flop back and forth from the ranks of collegiate to the NFL and back to college. So uh, for Gene Mary, this is an interesting situation. Uh, so far, we I have not seen anything about a potential job offer, but it's still the, the fact that Urban Meyer is interviewing a Michigan guy uh, just to kind of poach from their staff, which, remember, he really hasn't poached from Ohio State staff. Not much at all. And uh, he said that in you know early on in his tenure that he was probably going to leave them alone. They, he might take one coach. Uh, he actually ended up hiring uh, um, Chris Ash the other day, a former Ohio State head coach. I'm sorry, defensive coordinator. But, uh, you know, nothing uh, of note. But he did hire away a Penn State coach yesterday, and their tight end coach, Tyler Bowen. Uh, Bowen is going to Jacksonville. It's going to be on Urban Meyer's staff. Uh, It was um, unknown as to what exactly Bowen was going to do on Meyer's staff, but Either way, you know, Meyer has gone into the Big Ten. He's uh, taken a couple coaches, and he's trying to poach more coaches away from Big Ten programs, uh, pretty much leaving the Ohio State program, uh, you know, well-stocked with their coaches. Now, they do have 
uh, an opening there at defensive coordinator uh, co-spot with Greg Madison's retirement, which went into effect two days ago. But uh, we'll see, uh, you know, who they end up picking up. I think that they'll probably make a, a decision very soon. Uh, they might be waiting till after the Super Bowl, which is on Sunday. Uh, I'm not sure. I, I really don't know, to be honest with you. I, I wish that uh, I had some insight on this, but at the current moment, they have yet to replace Madison. Uh, they uh, There's rumors that they could do it in-house. I'm not sure who they would elevate um, because you know, Kerry Combs has got a lot of the uh, the action there. And uh, what I think that you know they'd have to do is they'd have to hire somebody who would work with Combs. So uh, we'll see what happens on that side of things. Nebraska has, uh, well, the, the rumors are, that uh, they're going to hire uh, Marcus Castro Walker as their director of player operations. Uh, This spot, I think, is very important, especially now in modern college football, a kind of a liaison for a coach to, uh, with academics, with uh, outreach in the community, with their players. Uh, I think these are very important people in programs. And right now, Scott Frost uh, doesn't have a lot of you know, positives going for the program. Uh, lots of transfers, uh, an average in my estimation, not an average, I guess, that's, that's probably being a little bit too harsh, uh, a decent recruiting class uh, on the 21 side. But what I'd be concerned about is all these transfers. Uh, you know, the, the biggest name out there would be the Luke McCaffrey transfer. Uh, I, I personally think that, uh, if he had made McCaffrey the starter, I don't think Adrian Martinez is going to go anywhere. He seems to really enjoy being at Nebraska. But for McCaffrey, I feel like you know what he did uh, in those games where he was able to play uh, without really even getting the reins of the actual quarterback position, uh, I, I thought that he did well, and I thought that he had a little bit more upside than Adrian Martinez. Now, look, both of them are run-first quarterbacks. And uh, in this day and age of college football, that really just doesn't work. Uh, you have to have a passing quarterback who can run. Uh, look at, you know, when you look at the, the field of uh, the Final Four for the college football playoff this year, you had Mac Jones, who is a prototypical uh, pro-style quarterback he's a drop back passer he's really not his scrambling ability not really there but deadly accurate I mean had a, a season a Joe Burrow type season where uh, kind of came out of nowhere and just lit it up and he's going to jump himself into the first round of the NFL draft if you look at all these mock drafts Mac Jones going into this year I don't think anybody had him on his radar as a first-round draft pick. He's played himself into a first-round draft pick. He's put the work in. And, yes, he's got an all-star team around him. But, uh, nevertheless, he, he's still a quality quarterback. And then, you you know, you look at Ohio State's Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence. Uh, those are the guys. You know, that's, that's, the, that's the modern quarterback. Guys who have big arms, who can make every throw in the field. But – are also mobile and can have the escapability. 
Uh, you know, the knock on fields is that he holds the ball a little bit too long, but I think that has to do with, with the fact that he thinks, A, he can make every throw, and B, he can escape every pass rush. Uh, so, and then you have Ian Book, a, a guy who uh, probably, you know, wouldn't put up the passing numbers, obviously, as the three other ones, but uh, on the running side of things, you know, he's probably uh, out of the four of them, he's the best runner. And he's going to go down as the winningest quarterback ever in Notre Dame history. So those are pretty damn good quarterbacks, but none of them are 100% run first quarterbacks. So, uh, you know, that's something that I think Scott Frost is going to have to make an adjustment. And going forward, we'll see if that happens. But uh, right now, he's, uh, you know, he's losing a lot of players to the transfer portal. And that to me is a, a little bit uh, you know, concerning. When he's already, you know, this will be his fourth year on campus. And I was buying into the second year hype. I was definitely wrong about that. Uh, third year, I was a little bit more precautious about it due to the fact that uh, I didn't buy into the hype for that second. You know, I bought into it and then I got burned. Uh, this fourth year is going to be really big for him. You know, I, I'm not counting, you know, you can not count this past year, but you you can count this, you know, or you can count it whatever you want. But either way, this will be his fourth year on campus. And he's going to have to have a significant turnaround for you know, Bill Moose to say, all right, we, we feel confident in your abilities, which you would have never thought when he uh, left Central Florida. That's just, you know, it's absolutely nuts. Uh, speaking of quarterbacks and mobile quarterbacks, Michigan's Dylan McCaffrey entered the transfer portal, and he's going to follow his dad. His, uh, his father is a coach at Northern Colorado, former Denver Bronco, Ed McCaffrey, won a couple Super Bowls with John Elway as his quarterback. Now he's got his son as his quarterback. Uh, it is a, a jump down in levels. It's not the Power Five. It's the FCS, but uh, it's still high-level football. You know, I mean, w when you look at – the grand scheme of things, there are plenty of quarterbacks that come out of that level and are successful at the next level in the NFL. You know, look at uh, Josh Allen, uh, Wyoming. Uh, you look at Carson Wentz, you know. Uh, there are guys that, you know, went to, well, although Allen never really, Allen went Juco and then went Wyoming. But, uh, you know, there are guys that, you know, played one level at the lower level and, then they had successful NFL careers. Uh, you're looking at a Trey Lance, uh, who will be coming out this year. Uh, you know he doesn't play at the you know Power Five level, but he's viewed as a top ten prospect in the country. So uh, it doesn't really matter where you go, as long as you develop, develop well, and impress the NFL scouts. And really, all you have to do is impress one team. Really, that's all you have to do. I mean, look. Tim Tebow was a first-round pick, and Tim Tebow never should have been a first-round pick. All he had to do is impress one team, and he impressed the Denver Broncos enough to make him their first-round selection. So, yeah, that's really all you have to do. Uh, Wisconsin safety, uh, Madison Cohn enters the transfer portal as well as a graduate transfer. Uh, he saw his playing time significantly drop this past year. Uh, previously, he, he would play in the majority of games, in his Wisconsin career, but, uh, you know, Paul Chris didn't call his number as much this year, and that registered a transfer for Cohn. So, uh, you know, there's there's guys that are at Wisconsin that 
I've seen that they're a pretty solid program, and you can't just hang around and get playing time. You're going to have to go somewhere else. And there's good and bad, obviously, of that. You know, the good is that they're bringing in high-talented players, and there's competition for playing time. Uh, the bad is that sometimes you, know, you lose solid players, and you lose some depth as well. And that's exactly what they're losing as Cohn has entered the transfer portal. All right, let's go over some uh, basketball notes from yesterday. Obviously, Monday is a big day for basketball, the conference players of the week. Uh, also, the AP and the coaches poll are updated. So uh, we'll start off with players of the week. And uh, that went to Ayodesumo from Illinois. Uh, 25 points in the Friday win over Iowa. That, that was a big one for the Fighting Illini. They really needed that one to, to show the rest of the country and themselves, give themselves a little bit of confidence going forward uh, as they head into uh, you know March. March is right around the corner. Right around the corner. It's coming. It's right here. So uh, it is uh, you know right there. Uh, the freshman player of the week was Brandon Newman. He had 29 points against Minnesota in that Big win for Purdue, and again, like I said, uh, I thought Purdue was, uh, you know, last week, I thought Purdue showed that they were good enough to be ranked inside the top 25. Well, in just a moment, I'll tell you if they did make it. The late season wooden top 20 list came out, and seven, seven Big Ten players made that list. They are Minnesota's Marcus Carr, uh, Illinois, Illinois, (laughs) Illinois had two players on there and Kofi Coburn and the aforementioned Ayo DeSumo. Uh, Michigan had Hunter Dickinson. Iowa, no surprise here with Luca Garza. Rutgers had Ron Harper Jr. And Indiana had Trace Jackson Davis. Like I said, the rankings for basketball were definitely a contention for Purdue. But they weren't the highest ranked team Inside the Big Ten, that goes to Michigan. Michigan placed fourth in both the AP and the coaches. Uh, Ohio State is the next team. They have cracked the top ten. Uh, that w- that little streak that they had uh, last month, I believe they went six and one. Uh, that lone loss was to Purdue. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Purdue uh, really played them tough and uh, you know kind of beat them around. Uh, they placed. 7th in the AP and ninth in the coaches. However, uh, I was right on their heels. They are 8th in both the AP and the coaches. So uh, one way you could look at it, Ohio State's uh, better than Iowa. One way you look at it, Iowa's better than Ohio State. <laughs> so there are three Big Ten schools inside the top 10. Illinois is just outside of it at 12th overall in the AP, 13th in the coaches. Uh, And then you've got Wisconsin. They've made a drop. They are 19th overall in the AP and 20th in the coaches. And Purdue, like I said, they have finally gotten into the top 25 and more than deserving. 24th overall in the AP, but just not getting enough love on the coaching side of things. Uh, They are... Technically 27th, uh, they are two back from the top 25. Uh, What shocks me here, though, is that they had quite a resounding win over Minnesota, yet the coaches voted Minnesota having more votes over Purdue, which, in my estimation, makes no sense at all. 
I think Purdue is squarely a top 25 team at the moment, but I don't know why the coaches don't agree. It boggles my mind. But the AP, the writers, they got it right. 100%, I believe that Purdue is a top 25 team at the current moment. And that will do it for me this morning on your Big Ten Morning Minutes. Once again, I appreciate the listen. Uh, go ahead and give me a follow on Twitter at Mike F. Chen. Follow the show site over there as well at Big Ten MM. Raiders, reviews, and share us on all of your listening platforms. Have a great Tuesday, Big Ten fans. I'll talk to you tomorrow morning.